Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sports Talk with Lou, episode 7. I am Lou, and today I got my my co-host, finally, ever, ever since uh, episode 1, Gabe, you know? Hey, I'm back, baby. We're here. I know y'all miss me. So, shit, man. Ah, uh, fuck. I, that's, you know what's crazy? The last time... Uh, I did a le- episode. We still had sports. Yeah, right. We had something to talk about. The wor- <laughs> yeah, we had the, some- the world was in order. Yeah, everybody had to commute. <laughs> yeah, everything was in order at first. You know, I, I first heard it when NBA closed their mm-hmm. league down. Then it was MLS. I was like, "Fuck!" Sounders are just starting their season, and then the XFL closed the fuck down. Yep. And now, our beloved. Mixed martial arts in yeah, boxing. Yeah, man. Like, sad times. Huh? Sad fucking times. I mean, times. it's for the greater good, but it's still a sad time. It's, it's kind of crazy to think of, like, we are going to live through something unprec- uh, so, so unprecedented as a damn near statewide, inevitably statewide, probably going to be nationally locked down, you know what I mean? And that shit is crazy to think of. And it's so crazy that a lot of athletes have uh, have caught the virus. Yeah. Uh, like, all the way up to, to KD. <laughs> yeah, man. man. Today, they just said the two Lakers got it. and Sean, some, Sean Payton from the Saints, the somebody, head coach. Yeah, somebody on the on the Celtics. And that's that's why it's a, I'm glad the, the, um, the Adam Silver was able to you know, nip in the butt while you can, because this is how, you know, how it proves how contagious something like this could be when it's, all right, you get one dude, who knows if he's even the first dude, but one dude who was first recognized as Rudy Gobert to have the virus. And all it takes is him playing one team who plays another team who plays another team. And now you're looking at possibly the whole league, somebody, somebody, somebody on each team (laughs) has it, even though the Raptors said no one has it on their team, probably beat it already because, you know, they played a while ago. But I'm just saying it just it puts it on a grander scale. Like, all right, if a sports league, you could see how widespread it could get so quickly. Just imagine how it is at the grocery store or how it is, you know, at the bar and shit like that. So and, you know, you know this is just a subset of people. Imagine just casually opening the same door hundreds of times a day, you know, with, with thousands of other people. And just how something like this just gets out of hand. Yeah, I uh, at first I was like, oh, shit, like, damn, uh, maybe other Maybe other uh, sports leagues have a chance, but nope, no one's beating this. Yeah, absolutely man. nobody. And yeah, I I still have you know uh, so far, um, it was the NBA where the players were were tested positive, a few of them, and then now it moved to um, football, and then it now moved to um, well, I still haven't heard anything in in the MMA world. Yeah, I know they're postponing everything. Thank the Lord. Up, up to the Khabib fight. Yeah. Because Dana, I think Dana is trying to figure out where he could, because he said he's not going to be in the U.S. anymore. Since but, space, bro. Yeah, <laughs> right? He gets in space. But I think it's because he sees the trends like other countries are having where they're, you know, they got ahead of this shit quicker than the U.S. could. Like, you know, China said they had no new domestic cases, which is impressive considering, you know, they were ground zero for it. Um so I'm guessing he's thinking he could find another country that'll host it. That gives it all clear. But the other thing is how they're going to work if in a month from now they suspend like, you know, travel restrictions for a lot of people. I mean, he's yeah. buddy with Trump, so he, he he could probably get a pass for his 
you know, his company, the UFC, for his fighters to fly. But uh, that's still another obstacle he's probably going to have to tackle head on, you know. Yeah, I had, a, I had to realize that, I'm like, like at first I'm like, he has to go through the tra- the whole travel ban and then get approval from Trump. And it, 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 I think Trump might, might give it to him. I think he's going to make that happen. Yeah, man, that's his dog. Yeah. I mean, see, brothers in white robes. <laughs> see, in some part, I'm like, yes. I mean, the one time, the one time, I'm okay with this, but other than that, nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it just sucks. It's just like, uh, it's just this is a terrible situation. And um, I also, I, I, I want to give a shout out to Dana White though because he, he, he tried everything. Um, within his power right. to to make things happen when when if when all the leagues were shutting down he was like i'm moving all of my uh, next events at the apex right uh, until and, it got shut down and then that <laughs> got shut down and he's still saying i'm gonna make something happen and it's 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 really hard to even make that happen yeah man i think it just is a testament to not only you know some people obviously oh my bad that's, that's, that's dana white out there punching in anger of how you can't get no fight started. But anyways, uh, I think it proves a testament to not only a little bit of it is Dana's greediness. Like, oh, I got to make this money. No other sports around. This is my t- time. But then I think it's also a testament for him. Like, he wants to keep expanding this brand who, you know, m- years ago was relatively irrelevant. Uh, we wouldn't think of seeing it on ESPN and shit. And I was just thinking about how, fuck, I, probably less than six years ago, Bad Boy was like, Bad Boys and, you know, P. Diddy. Bad Boys like one of the top fucking uh, sponsors for the UFC. And now you wouldn't even associate the two. Um, and I think it's a testament that, you know, Dana White is going to do everything he can to keep gaining ground as far as popularity goes for this sport. And the other thing is, I don't think people put two and two together. It's like some of these fights that he was going to put together where he was going to perform. I mean, he's going to put them on in these audience list venues which means he doesn't get any gate nobody's paying to come in and then these they're not pay-per-view so they're they're free fights so he's literally just going to take a loss because he's going to have to pay the fighters either way so he's literally only going to get ratings and that's it you know what i mean there's no there's no pay-per-view money there's no money coming in as far as the venue goes there's no tickets there's no concessions there's no shares of that so he's just doing it strictly to keep getting fights on the tv and the other thing that people forget is, like, these fighters, they want to fight, you know what I mean? Whether it be for the money or because they have that fucking itch. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think I think it's awesome to see someone do that as, as the head of a sporty, sports organization. But, um, well, like I said, this is going to be tough to see if he's able to pull it off the Khabib and, and Ferguson because, you know, it's fourth time around or so. And every time it gets fu- it's just fucking cursed. So we'll see. So, yeah, uh, and something that I found out earlier and speaking, you know, because I guess I guess around that week, that time frame, that's like supposed to be the magic week, magic uh, um, date when things come back. I highly doubt that. But I just got I just read the news from the MLS that they're already extending another eight weeks into their season of of no soccer. So oh, okay. okay, so yeah, they they just announced that today. So, um, oh, that's just uh, I just I just don't know. I just I just don't. It's just a, uh, it just it sucks. It's just it's like I don't even know what how else to put you know put this in. 
but if you know if major league soccer is already putting it eight weeks or yeah today well i mean the nba said they're gonna they <clears throat> they said best case scenario is june return june usually the fucking league is over i mean the season's over by right. june you know and they're thinking about restarting in june that means that's going to carry them into august probably end of august to crown the champion and then right after that you're going to have the nfl you know in september and um i don't know it's going to be crazy to see as far as the schedule is getting all mushed up into such a short amount of period i mean and it's tough to talk about sports in a time like this where there is no sports and where we're almost it's almost seeming like we're downplaying the issue because because we're like oh there's no fucking sports that's not the issue we're just like we're just trying to keep producing content as far as sports goes you know what i mean like we know the seriousness of this shit um i mean the silver lining is i mean at least the nfl free agency is taking off and no one has to go anywhere for those news to break they'll just keep they do everything remotely and that shit just keeps going in and out in and out so that's awesome too so we'll be all right man everybody will be all right yeah, man. Um, and I'm gonna get into more at the end of this program. Um, I'm gonna give you guys my 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 personal take as far as like the the whole COVID and um, staying, you know, stay your ass inside the house and mm-hmm. why you should stay your ass in the house. And uh, but yeah, I'm gonna get into that later um, at the end of this at the end of the show. But I want to move on to right now. Um, the last what three days of NFL free agency? It's been fucking yeah. It's been it's been wild. It's fucking crazy. And bro. technically, it just started yesterday. You know, Wednesday the eighteenth. Uh, technically, that's when it started the league year or whatever. I mean, what's up? You want to run down the list or you I'm just want to? Yeah. Oh I'm, my I'm god. A, there's oh a lot. My god. There's a lot of motherfuckers on this list oh, yeah, <laughs> right man. now. Um, fucking Brady, come on, yeah, bro. It I don't. Wow. And, and by Barely, the way, Slay. I, I'm looking at this list and how it's all like projected from numbers. Oh, right. Fuck, fuck these guys. Um, I'm still waiting on the clowny on J- Jadavion yeah, Clowney. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we could we could go into that real quick right now. I mean, from all things, you know, me, I'm over here. I'm connoisseur in this, this shit. Go ahead, everybody. By the way, just a little tidbit. Uh, everybody, go check out check out episode two of the Sports Talk with Lou when we first is. What early February? Yeah, when we dove in a little bit to um to the he free agency, right. and you could just gave you know was right, and that's why I'm you know you know I know this. I I called the Philip Rivers leaving, um, uh leaving leaving San Diego before they even broke that story. So ESPN credit me, that's me. I know y'all heard that shit. That's me. Um, not sure if I called him going to the Colts or not, but I know I mentioned something like that. I mentioned the Buccaneers being in play between the you know the two older QBs as far as Brady and him goes. I thought Brady was going to go to Chargers. I, I know Chargers were, were the runner-up. Um, I said I predicted the, the implosion of the fucking L.A. Rams that we're starting to see. I said the end of the season. I didn't give them the start of the season. To the basement, you go. You know, and I, I called that in February. I mean, and then the Cardinals say, hey, man, watch out. The Cardinals, they're budding. They got space. They're going to they're gonna do that, some things. And you guys, I don't know if y'all paid attention, but – they got DeAndre Hopkins. Now they're looking fucking good. And people are like, oh, shit, here comes the Cardinals. So go ahead and check out episode two. Yeah, check that out. He, he uh, Gabe dropped a lot of knowledge on that free got agency. some bombs, baby. They got Woj so. bomb. We got Gabe bombs, baby, over here. <laughs> um, yeah, man. But, yeah, with, with the clowning situation, with I'm starting to see more and more of these pass rushers starting to move, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we just signed Jaren uh, Reed yesterday. Right, yeah, yeah. Jaren Reed. I seen Linval Joseph moving. I see... Yeah. Yannick and Joe and Gokoy, uh, excuse me, I don't know how to pronounce his name correctly, but um, 
I see him everywhere. He seems like he might be going to the Eagles possibly. Um, but just seeing all these pass rushers starting to get moved, I think what's going on is Clowney, because you know he's been pretty he's been pretty open about trying to return to to Seattle, and I think he and John Schneider might have an agreement where he's like, "Hey, go test out the field, let people offer you whatever, but let us get a, give us a chance to match." Because you know right now the Seahawks haven't really offered anyone fat money yet either. We've been stacking up some old linemen, so that's good to see. Um, so I think that's what's going to happen is Clowney's going to keep getting offers. He's probably relaying back to John. And the longer this hold this, this, this stretches out, I feel it's a, a more of a positive sign to us that's showing that none of these teams are really offering him what he wants. And he's probably going to just settle for coming back to us. You know what I mean? So we'll see, man. I think I'm calling it right now. Clowney to Seahawks by the end of next week. There you go. And then also, uh, you know who else is coming back? Uh, I was reading his tweets yesterday. Uh, Bruce Irvin. Brucey. So you got yeah. Bruce and hopefully Jadavion Clowney, Jay hey, I mean, Reed. Just to give you some credit, bro, on that same episode, episode two, you, and, you, you, you were hoping for Brucey to come back and you got your wish, bro. And, and you're hearing and you're hearing Michael Bennett trying to come back. Yeah, that's the other thing about that. I heard he wants to, but I think I think they were going down to for pass rush go goes. They were going to either bunker up with uh brucey or michael and i think they chose brucey because he's a little yeah. younger and you get the speed more you know what i mean right while michael bennett he's supposed to just be another um lj collier but collier hasn't gotten to be able to be on the field and he's fucking only 22 or something you know so you might as well not waste any money doing that i love i love michael though for real for real now though i think so the biggest shocker for me as of yesterday was uh, Tom Brady. I was aware that he wasn't going to come back to the Patriots, but the yeah. fact that they were going to, that he's projected to go to Tampa Bay right. out of, I, I thought he was going to go to the Raiders. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think that's what I said too. I said like the Raiders, Chargers. Yeah. I think I even said the Dolphins, like just haphazardly and just some wishful thinking, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, Tampa's a pretty good place for him to be. Uh, think about he's been playing in the cold all his fucking life. You know what I mean? He's in his 40s now. He get to play. He gets to play in the warm weather. If he if he's able to get them to a winning record, he gets to play in the warm weather. You know, through late in the season, through late in the playoff. Um, he has some really high ca- caliber weapons. Fucking two wide receivers who went over a thousand with Jameis Winston as a QB. He he's in no slouch. He just he just makes mistakes a lot. Um, and then with Todd Gurley now on the fucking free agency board, there's. He could possibly swing Todd Gurley over to join him on the bus, and then you got a possibly a top four, maybe top five offense right there. You know what I mean? As far as paper goes, as far as Madden goes, that's for sure. That's a top two de- offense right there. Yeah, and of course the, their head coach, he's also a brilliant yeah, another Bruce, Brucey. Bruce Arians. <laughs> yeah, he's he was an asshole in our, in our division in the NFC. Like I, I hated yeah. facing him all the time. And where where do you see Jameis Winston? What's, I, what's his I'm fate? St- I'm still. I think I said it on episode two too, but I'm still sticking with it. It's, uh, I think Bill Belichick's gonna work his magic and scoop up Jameis because Jameis could find the end zone, bro. But he's just not disciplined enough to to tuck the ball in when he shouldn't chuck it in the air for thirty picks. And I think a coach like Belichick will be able to te- to fine tune his strength and uh, you know limit his weaknesses. So Winston to the Pats. If it's not as a backup, it's to at least be a starter while if they draft a QB in a draft. 
could bring him up. You know, I mean, kind of like a bridge QB. But Winston, Pats. If not the Redskins. Huh. Yeah, Redskins. What's up? What's up? What about you, though? What's your shit take on Winston? <laughs> I didn't uh, – listen, I didn't know – I honestly like. I think that's the best option. I mean, if you're gonna, if you really want to discipline Jameis and go back to your Florida days, mm-hmm. that's probably the coach to. Uh, that's probably the way to go, as far as uh, who who you should go to. I don't see. I don't see any other team um, disciplining him as Bill Belichick. Well, we're on the topic of the Patriots. Who else do you see? Not not talking about the draft, but just strictly our free agency goes. Who else do you think they might take a look at? Because I, I thought the other option might be Mariota, but i seen the Raiders scooped him up out of nowhere, and even though I thought they were going in on Tommy, but I guess not. So what's that, Patriots, QB, who who else do you think, aside from Jameis? Uh, that's... I'm going to give you a name here in a second. Did they sign... Uh... I'm deaf. Well, I just I was scrolling at this list. And I was like, it's no fucking way, Philip Rivers. <laughs> but Not Phillips in Indy, remember? He's signed yeah. with the Colts. Oh, he just signed recently. I forgot about that. Twenty five million for another thirty. Twenty five yeah. million. They're stupid. And they have Jacoby Brissett, who's not bad at all. He's they, probably better than Philip Rivers. They literally think they have a two thousand seven, two thousand six Philip Rivers. Yeah, they're tripping, Stop. bro. They should have stuck with. Jac- I mean, I think what they're gonna do. Maybe they're gonna trade Jacoby away. But I think that they brought Philip in because they're probably going to draft a QB in the first round, and they want to they want to mentor him a little bit. Like, oh look, this is Philip. Blah blah blah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, Patriots QB. Who who is it? Um. Uh, well, here I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot another guess another guess because um I don't know if they if the Titans have signed Tanny. Yep, he did. He did. 118 million. Remember we talked about this, bro. Another I, I, 100 million dollar contract. The other day you came oh. through and I told you like he had a second hundred mil contract for being one of the, you know, fucking lower tier QBs. Wow, damn. Well, that's that's why Mario that's why Mariota's on the Raiders. They he they resigned Tannehill and then Mariota's like All right, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Then that makes totally sense. Um, uh, no, I, honestly I don't know. Uh, top of my head, Cam Newton, bro, he's seeking the trade. Remember, Teddy Bridgewater's on the Panthers now. And that's, that's that's their starting QB. He got re- sixty mil. I remember weeks. I remember weeks ago there was uh, talks of him to the Bears, but I didn't know if that. Nah, was... Nah, they already traded for the Nick yeah, Foles for the Nick. Yeah, that, yeah, which is, just, which is just, stupid. Yeah, I just I just uh, heard about that. Recently yeah, so too. you're gonna trade, you're gonna trade for Nick Foles, who's barely even better than Mitch Trubisky, and you could have had Cam. I don't get it. I don't know what the fuck people are talking. Why? So Cam is out for one year, and they forget that he was an MVP. Like two, three years ago. Yeah. I'm like, this man could still ball. So if he goes on the Patriots, watch the fuck out. Especially if they get a re- another receiver. He can ball his height, his arm. Dude, he's just a freak of nature. And they're yeah. fucking tripping, man. And he's yeah, got, he has a cannon. He could run. He's got the intangibles. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know why, what people are thinking, but that's another thing I want to focus on is like, where else could Cannon go? Cause I think the Patriots would be obviously a great fit. Um, the Redskins, the Redskins would be intriguing as well. I know they got Dwayne Haskins, but, They'd probably get along well and let let him groom under Aaron Rodgers type of shit. Let him groom under him for a little bit. Uh, who else? What's the situation with uh, Teddy? Oh no, Panthers. Uh, Bro, I just yeah. said yeah, that. I, know, I, I know, literally I just said that. that. <laughs> I literally just said <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, sixty million dollars. That's yeah. why Cam Newton's out. Man, I'm taking over this show. Who wants, <laughs> who wants to come on this fool? Got Sorry, guys. Attention span of a goddamn I'm just, bat. I'm just looking. Coronavirus. This, bat. this list is like fucking me up. 
But uh, and don't multitask, fool. I know these <laughs> the listeners can't look at a list; they're listening to you. I know. I'm just like it's just like it's so crazy to me during this this time and free agency happening, and they're literally they're like all going back and forth like it's baseball um, season when it comes to these uh, free agencies. And this is gonna be this is gonna be a year where like everything gets just flipped upside the fuck down. Yeah, man, I th- I think it's gonna be great because we seen it in basketball last year when a lot of the top tier big names moved around, and now you know until unfortunately this COVID thing, we had one of the best basketball seasons we've had in decades. Even the All Star game and the fucking it was, yeah, it was just getting nice. Was, yeah, dude, it was awesome, and and <clears throat> and the and the the talent was was spread out through the through the fucking league you know i mean you didn't just have the warriors and the Cavs. it was the lakers the clippers the jazz the fucking um um uh, the nuggets that's just on the west coast period then you got the east coast you know east coast every fucking week there was somebody else at like number one and two with the bucks and the sixers and the heat so and the celtics um and i think we're gonna see that shit again with i mean we're gonna see that similar theme in the nfl where there's no more tom brady and the patriots you know what i mean now it's gonna be Excuse me. It's gonna be everybody in the AFC gunning for that for that spot with Patrick Mahomes. I know, and uh, I, I, don't, I don't. I just I, and then the back to the whole like the whole Tom Brady, like I just don't. It's just like the NFC is just such a, a competitive um, conference. Like I don't like just from seeing the results last year from the AFC. You got the Ravens, the the Chiefs, of course. I mean, technically, they all did get smacked for a little bit by the Titans. <laughs> yeah, the Titans, and then the NFC is just, they got some fucking wild dogs on that side, too. Yeah, well, I mean. And not to mention, the South is also. Yeah, the uh, NFC South. Yeah. south and, um, you got to deal with the South. You got to deal with the West. You got to deal with the East. This, bro, that's literally how the conference is set up. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Just to mention every division. Uh, but, yeah, man. The, just, I mean, just talent-wise. Yeah. Talent-wise. I mean, that's, every, that's every conference. That's every division. Uh, yeah, man. Um, I don't know. The, I, I think the NFC, the NFC South is definitely going to be intriguing because you got Breeze coming back. You got Bridgewater finally, finally getting his home again, and he gets to face the Saints who, you know, passed up on him. He gets to play them twice a year then you got Brady and the Bucks and we've already talked about this and they're, they're, they're gonna be fun to watch and then you got the Falcons who I just heard well I guess it got called off I just heard that the Falcons were about to today they were in discussion to trade Julio Jones to um the fucking Eagles but I guess the trade the trade's off now though trade's off but um that would have been crazy to think of because they do seem like they're cleaning house at least yeah. on the fucking defensive side yeah, you know i saw the whole desmond true font true font's gone beasley's gone um they cleaned out what Devonte freeman's gone yeah they cleaned out uh one of their good guards ty something i forgot his name so it looks like they're only just holding on to fucking matt ryan who's you know an average ass qb to me <laughs> another nick Foles yeah. type but way cheaper i mean way more expensive um I mean, aside from the Falcons, that whole NFC South is going to be a fucking, it's going to be a dogfight. But speaking of the fucking dogfights in the divisions, shout out the NFC West, though. I know. Fuck. Yeah, it's uh, the Cardinals are, you know, they're making moves. Yeah, they're getting stacked. I mean, they already had a young receiving core. Now they got Father Time himself and Larry Fitzgerald with arguably the best receiver or top two best receiver 
and um, a top two best receiver and DeAndre Hopkins now. And then you got Kyler Murray, who I've already been calling baby Russell. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, it looks like they're going all in with Kenyon Drake, who had an awesome last half of the season. Stupid ass Dolphins always getting rid of good ass talent. <laughs> um, so it's going to be fun to watch that. I mean, obviously defense, they have some question mark on defense, but they fucking held their own against us. <laughs> yeah. And do you, what do you have? I mean, I know we just signed a couple of key players and past players. Is there, uh, is there like a, a, a sleeper you think the Hawks will, will snab, um, from that free agency? Mm, free agency? No, I mean yeah. I was waiting for them to trade for Darius Slay, but he just got traded to the Eagles. Yeah. Um, not really anyone I see waiting for them to come off the bench for for in free agency aside from obviously Jadavion, which is one of our own. Um, fuck no, man. I don't see anyone in free agency that that I'm just waiting around. I mean, I would love to get Todd Gurley for cheap. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, yeah. he is already making seven mil from the Rams, so maybe he'll want that. Like, oh, let me, hell yeah, let me face the Rams twice a, a year so they could know what they're missing. Oh, yeah, and I'll, pull, and out, I'll, pull a Richard Sherman. And then, yeah, and then, you know, have him sign for five mil or some shit, which is, that wouldn't be bad. Him and Carson and Penny. Oh, my God. I'm bro. actually, I'm actually. We'll run the ball fucking 50 times a game, dog. <laughs> I'm actually hoping that your, your predict, your predicament is, is correct on yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about it. If you're already making seven, because the Rams are already going to pay him seven and a half mil, right, to not play for them, you sign for five, you know, boom, you already got 13.5 mil right, right there, there. Or, or something like that. I'm sorry, you got 12.5 mil right there, 13 million. And then you got, you know, endorsements and shit, so why not? I mean, get 13 million to carry half of the snaps and play your former team twice a year. And, of course, I mean, I mean, I don't know how it is in the NFL, but I, I have a hunch that, like, after coming out of a big injury – I mean, there's no club that wants to pay that amount when you've already suffered that, and you're not the same person that you were yeah. once. Yeah, but that's the thing with Todd, though. He had he had a torn ACL, I think, twice he's, in college, yeah. and he came back from it like he it was came nothing. Back, yeah. So I think he's one of those Adrian Peterson freak of natures where you don't have to really worry about that, and if you are worrying about that, you got to do what the Rams did and just cut your losses right there and let someone else, you know, groom this young man. And give him the you know the the treatment he deserves. He's only twenty five, man. So yeah, he's still got a long way to oh, go. Oh yeah, another bro. five years to say easily. So, but yeah, um, yeah, the I mean, yeah, this is what's currently going on in the free agency, and I mean, even after this episode, I expect it to be even some more changes. Like again, we still don't know what's Todd Gurley's fate. Uh, we're still waiting for the official Tom you, Brady word. Um, well, I mean, Tom Brady's pretty much done. We just, we're just waiting yeah. on numbers now. The yeah. thing is, with Todd Gurley and shit, is now you get a predicament where you got these top, where they used to be top tier running backs, and you're going to have to wait on who signs first to set that benchmark because you got Devontae Freeman, Melvin Gordon, and Todd Gurley. Two of those running backs were top four, top three running backs in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there, no one's signed them yet. Because people just don't value running backs like they used to anymore, which is a shame, I think. When you got Derrick Henry's out there getting franchise tagged, mauling, yeah, and then fucking, but then Tannehill's getting paid 100k to hand it off to him. How does that work? Every snap, 100k <laughs> How snap. Does that my bad. Work? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's gonna be interesting. Keep going on the list, man. We can keep going on this shit. Let's keep going. Uh, here, let's find Get them the content they need, baby. Kendall Fuller. Scroll up more. These are starting to be like the fucking backups. The, the, the future warehouse potentials. Mm-hmm. 
Let's see who we got here. Fucking Dolphins are throwing Brian, money at people for Newsom. Brian Balaga. Yeah, he's Asian, though. But the Chargers got some good. I mean, they traded for fucking Chris Harris, one of the best cornerbacks. They got Linval Joseph, which is one of the best D linemen. So that defense is going to be stacked for the Chargers. Watch out for them in AFC West. Because they know if you want to beat Patrick Mahomes, it's not always about coverage, baby. It's about pressure in that motherfucker. So I think I think, I think think L.A., the Chargers going to surprise some people, depending who they got at QB. Because they're going with Tyrod right now, right now. But they could trade up. Get Tua or get you know Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, Corbin, ooh Le'Veon Bell. Oh, hey, that's that's. I'm glad you brought that that list. That's a sleeper that I wanted to see the, uh, the the Seahawks possibly give up a call is Von Bell, from the fucking from the um, from the Saints right there that safety because he's good man and I know the Saint I know the Saints just re-signed. Oh no, they they got a reunion with Michael Jenkins, so that's why they pushed Von Bell out. That would be interesting to see. I mean, I know we got Quandre Diggs and we got uh, Bradley McDougal, but Bell believes 25, and that'd be a hell of an addition to that defensive backfield. And we could probably move Diggs into nickel, possibly, or even McDougal. I know we let Tedrick uh, go explore some trades because he's fucking getting burnt all the time. So <laughs> Yeah, so then um, let's see what else we got on here. Damn old-ass Jason Pierre-Paul. Damn. He had a good ass year though yeah. last year apparently. So interesting. Devin McCourty. Yeah, he resigned with the Pates though. He resigned. Jeveters to the Bengals already. Dante Flower. Fowler. Yeah, he went okay. to the Falcons. Of course, we just covered Winston, Chris Harris. Yeah. Um, Anthony Stanzo. <laughs> yeah. Stanzo Rivers. Oh yeah, Jack. Con- oh yeah, the Browns made some moves too in early. They got they got Conklin. They got Hooper. I don't know what that means to for David and Joku though, because now you got David and Joku. He's a savage. <laughs> yeah, David and Joku and Austin Hooper, who was you know the best tight end in the league last year. So you got two top five tight ends, and then you got two top five receivers, um, and then you got two like like if you if you, if you consider Cream Hunt's you know it's a season ago, two seasons ago, you got two top five running backs with Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt. So it's like something's got to give. There's not <laughs> there's not enough ball to go around. You know what I mean? Um, so that's going to be fucking interesting to see what the Browns do. Yeah. And if they give up on Baker after this year, if he can't make anything happen. Ooh, Corey Littleton. Yeah, he's on the Raiders. He's on the Raiders. I thought Raiders. he was going to go to the Packers, but that's, that's good this, to see. This is a no-brainer. Breeze is staying with the oh, yeah. Saints. Come on. He's back. Eric Armstead, got, he got fat paid, but that unfortunately pushed out. Oh, yeah, I don't know how we didn't touch about it. Uh, DeForest Buckner. Yeah, they, they I haven't. Him out. Well, I didn't even see him on this top five list, so that, that was no. Kinda... But uh, no, Buckner got traded though because he was already in a contract. Oh, he got traded. I forgot. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they yeah. gave Bu- they gave Armstead that fat amount, eighty five million or whatever. So they're like, all right, dang, Armstead is that six foot seven, two ninety? Holy yeah. fuck! I didn't know he was that big. <laughs> Shit, that's a that's a fucking animal right there, dog. It's a heavyweight. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that's that's gonna be. Oh yeah, Byron Jones Byron to the Jones. Dolphins. That's a good one. That's a good sign. Do- the Dolphins now have probably the best cornerback tandem in the NFL as far as Jones goes and um I don't know why I'm fucking spacing on the other dude's name for some reason uh Xavier Howard Xavier Howard so yeah like, watch that watch out for them they're about to be clamping down the Bills though the Bills bro they got Stephon Diggs how the fuck you didn't mention that they got Stephon you know, Diggs they got Josh Norman on the, on the corner they got somebody else on the D-line I forgot who it is it's a D-tackle behind um oh they got fucking Quentin Jefferson our boy from oh, Seahawks. I know. The Bills, man. They're going to yeah. be some. I think they're going to take the AFC East, and Dolphins going to come in second and get that. that's no, Oh, no. 
now it's not a six spot no more. How you how you didn't mention the fucking rule changes? So now there's not <laughs> there's not going to be twelve teams anymore. It's going to be seven teams. Uh, I mean it's going to be fourteen teams in the playoff. The seven teams on each so conference got expanded. Yep, expanded, and then there's no more second. There's no more first round buy for the second seed. It goes the first two through uh, number two through seven like seeds. That. Number two through seven seeds have to play. Um, the first week, and only the number one seed gets a first round buy. Yeah, none of this buy shit for them. I mean, it's cool, but it's also kind of greedy on the NFL's part because they know they get an extra game on each side. So instead of four games total, you get six games total on wild card weekend, which is kind of bullshit, but whatever. And, yeah, of course, they got an extra game for the season now. They got 17 regular season games, so it's going to be 18 weeks instead of 17 Um, with one buy for everyone with no extra buy. So that's kind of whack, but I guess all the – Younger players who don't make as much get to pay, get to make more now, but um, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm not I'm not really into the whole letting the rich get richer shit as far as like the owners go, considering they're just chilling there. But whatever, it is what it is. It is what it is. And this is the crazy one. The number one on this on this list. This is off NFL.com. Amari Cooper. I mean, it makes sense, bro. He's, he's top five wide receiver right now, probably. If you say top five wide receivers in the league right now, you'd have to say. Julio, yeah. You say Julio Hopkins, probably one and two all the time. Who would you have at three? Toss up with Cooper and maybe OBJ or Landry, and then if it's not OBJ or Landry at four, then you have OBJ or Landry at five. You know what I mean? Like I can't think of anyone else that you'd put at five. Who would you put at five? I mean, if this individual wasn't on that crack, <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. But he's not, he, didn't, yeah. he, he didn't play a whole season, so you can't say that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to base it off last if, season. If, yeah, if he wasn't doing some bullshit, I would definitely put him on there. But, yeah, but I, I don't, yeah, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Then yeah. to, to round out the six through ten, you got to have, like, what? You got to have Juju somewhere on there. Like he, he's, he's pretty solid as far as that goes. And then after that, you're fucking brain starts to fart. We're like, oh, oh, fuck, who else do I put on this weird yeah. ass list? You know what I mean? Like. DK is going to be in their top 15 probably now because if, if it's the stats he put up last year as a rookie. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, that makes sense. Amari, and he's on offense, so, you know, he's an offensive weapon. So it makes sense for him to be number one and how young he is and how much he produces when you give him the fucking ball. Now, oh, yeah, and Diggs, I guess the fun yeah, Diggs probably ended up top eight. Then he got traded. But, uh, um, but yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that, right now, that's this, this is the situation. With the with the whole free agency, um, Gabe, did you by chance? Uh, my ass has been cooped up and just been buried with homework, and it just got done. But um, did you ever get a chance to cover or follow the the whole CBA with the players' agreements? Yeah, bro, I just went over that about how. No, but there was other. Uh, I'm more curious in what other things um, got applied. That's the bell for the weeks to fucking pay attention. <laughs> Wake up. Um, yeah, what do you mean though? Like that's what that's what they pretty much were talking about. Like, all right, do you do we want to extend the season? Do we wanna extend playoffs? Do we want to increase the the you know, practice practice squad and league minimum salary? Blah, blah, blah. And that's why they the people who were making the fat amount, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, JJ Watt, Russell Wilson, they're like, No, this is bullshit because yeah. you know, you want us to play an extra game, but we're not getting paid extra. But the people at the bottom, you know, the practice squad people and shit, or the people who are ba- barely making the team, they're like, hell yeah, we're down for it because now instead of, you know, a minimum salary of whatever it was, fucking 400K, now they get almost a million. So, yeah, I just felt like it was just like a, it was just moved silently. Like, um, 
you know, the last time when they had to come into agreement was when the whole referee situation. Yeah. Yeah. That was like what? Almost 10 I, years. 10 yeah. Years <laughs> I think, that's, I think that's the thing is, uh, that's why that what that commanded more attention is because the rest were involved in that one. Yeah. This one, there's no referee involved. There's it's no referees. Stri- it was just more players. quietly, and it, I, a lot of people don't realize that the right what they just did was a big deal. And it's not even that. It's like when they had the hearing. One, the NFLPA dude, um, I forgot his name, but he was kind of sketchy about it too. He didn't let mo- most of the players talk like they should have. And the other thing is when they had their hearing, I I heard the players who were vocal outside the courts, you know outside the negotiations they didn't say anything like you didn't have someone like richard sherman who would usually be in there pleading his case saying anything it was just more like all right we'll figure it out you know what i mean like type of shit people were more hands-off and that's on them i mean it's not our union it is what it is i just feel for them but whatever can't feel for millionaires to be honest yeah (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah um yeah i mean that's as much as i want to go into with this whole nfl um, going on now during the week um this is kind of more of my my soup can um found out that um canelo alvarez mm-hmm. and gennady golovkin aka uh, triple g they finally got in terms with uh in the financial agreement and i'm excited um i did talk to one of our fellow friends and he, he listens to this podcast uh hey zeus jesus and um he made a good point like um he was like canelo's gonna ko him he's gonna ko him in the, in the fifth round you know because triple g is old is really old he's already about to turn 40 mm. and canelo's already like 31 30 31 so that's like a big age difference and you know i've never seen i've never seen an old fighter take the crown from a younger fighter i mean i've seen it the the opposite i've seen it joshua destroy klitschko tyson fury not recently he was the younger mm-hmm. fighter against wilder um i just felt like it's already um i mean it's cool but it's it's already too late like like i expect a knockout this time yeah i mean and plus man you can't believe everything jesus said he only his name is jesus he don't even read the bible dog <laughs> he uh, don't even read the bible uh, oh, that boy be friend uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, the whole age thing. After watching, just to see the parallel. Like after watching Yoel with Izzy, fucking Yoel had like what ten, twelve years on on Izzy, and he didn't look terrible. I mean, it was a boring fight, but he also didn't look like he was a fucking forty year old against an early thirty year old. You know what I mean? And then again, you gotta you gotta also consider how well do, does these like in they're, fight? They're how, pros. You know what I mean? But how well do they condition themselves at that age to? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that that kind of plays a factor. I mean, um, you know, just to, just think about it. What we were just talking about, fucking Brady's forty two. You know what I mean? Yeah, still, still one of the best Yoel, right there. Yoel so. looks so. Imp- I mean, I, I mean, I get it. The fight was was not, you know, great and all, but mm. you know, when you saw him on the in the octagon, I was like, holy shit! Yeah, I mean, five rounds is still five rounds, you know. Yeah, so. and how he's built at that age, and how he's putting in the work, like. Jesus, I mean, I just wish that he could have utilized his all, you know, because again, you who knows when the last time he was he's gonna get another title shot. Right. So I was like, just go for it, just take your shot. Yeah, and and I don't, I mean, back to Triple G and Canelo, I don't have feelings towards one way or of uh, one over the other, you know. But it's just it's gonna be like you're saying. I think it's also too late too, as far as like 
the hype goes at, for it at and the, at the this prime. point at this point the zone is just trying to deliver what was already expired as far as the last year i mean the fuck the zone is trying to get antonio brown yeah. to fight logan paul they're trying to get any type of money they can you know what i mean yeah it's uh, i mean yeah it, that expiration date's already late like they were there was already plans before this broke out that Canelo was going to fight some scrub in Japan. I mean, some good guy in Japan, but he's, like, nowhere in Canelo's. Yeah, I heard he still wants that, I heard, if if COVID-19 lifts up. So this is what this is from what I was reading. So that part, the financial part was agreed, and there was a po- – before this COVID thing was, 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 you know, before it took place, in effect, um, Canelo was going to fight Billy Joe Saunders in May. And that um, that just got pushed back until July. So, from the sources, uh, it's supposed to be Billy Joel Saunders around July, summer, and then somewhere in September. That's when the trilogy is supposed to happen. But I I, I still we st- I still don't have any confirmation yet uh, with the whole Billy Joel Joel Saunders because that's all that these all signed up with uh with matchroom boxing with eddie hearn eddie hearn says that yeah he wants to take the fight of course you want to take the fight you're gonna get a big payday with all right exactly um but if if that doesn't happen he's going straight to he's going if that doesn't happen he's going uh canelo's going straight to uh, triple g and then they might move that whole japan gig uh down in in during the winter Mm, okay that's that makes yeah. Sense. That's how that's how I'm foreseeing it. it, and it just all plays out with Billy Joe Saunders. If if he if if he takes the fight or not, then you proceed to to the trilogy and then Japan, right. and yeah, um, yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how that plays, and um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, there ain't much to it <laughs> beyond that. Like you're saying, I think you hit it on the nail on his head perfectly in the beginning as far as like you think is too little too late as it's far too as too little too late canelo's been in different weight classes higher weight classes where they punch fucking harder and there seems to be more intriguing matchups for canelo as well too as far as that that whole that as far as canelo's hype goes you know what i mean like no one's really looking for triple g and canelo as the number one option anymore as far as boxing yeah. goes yeah, there's so like I'm still waiting for Demetrius Andrade, uh, for him to take that fight. Um, Jermel Charlo, mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, um, who else, man? Uh, he might even go up to maybe super middleweight. Uh, fight Callum Smith. Who knows? Who knows, man? But um, I, you know, there's canelo kind of opened up a lot of weight class possibilities for himself he can he, he can even go back to light heavyweight which was a strange time for me right. to watch um, when i saw him fight kovalev i decided how is he gonna handle these put these punches this is this is a different weight class this is i mean i mean i, I get it uh you know top of all middleweights triple g's probably he's probably hit he hits the nastiest but when you go up to that class and take on a motherfucker from Ukraine, whoo, yeah. Russian or sorry, yeah, from Russia, goddamn, born killers. Yeah, they're born killers. So, but yeah, man, um, yeah, that's that's the that was probably one of the big boxing news. And of course, um, I think the last time that I taught that I that oh, I want to ask you this. Nah. Do you think Wilder exercised his his rematch clause too early? 
Nah, bro. Yeah. I think he needed that mentality is like, all right, I'm committing to this shit. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if if, I don't, if you're a competitor and especially if you've been a champ, you're not letting that shit slide. And if it's if you already have that, if you already have that right, that it wasn't an option yeah. for him. It was a right for him. Like, and it was up for well, him to exercise th- it. Yeah, he had 30 days. I just yeah. I just thought it was like what's what's the difference of what's the difference of him? You know, I'm, I'm like just literally as from the grand scheme of thing. What's the difference of him exercising it? on day two compared to day 30. Right. You know what I mean? It's still getting exercise. So hell yeah, just do it, bro. You already know, you knew he was going to commit to it. And then if he didn't commit to it, people were like, Oh, he's a bitch. He's running. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to see no, him again. No, yeah, no, no, no. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I bro. don't, it, I it definitely don't see. It doesn't make a difference. Like yeah. I'm saying, I just ho- put it this way. If that, if such a shit existed in the NFL for the Super Bowl, and then the Niners were like, you asked me, Oh, the Niners, uh, did they did they say they want to rematch the Chiefs too early? No, what the fuck? They want that damn champ. They want that damn trophy. Hell yeah, they, hell yeah, they're gonna exercise that shit. No matter if it's one hour after the fight or an hour before the deadline. Right. You know what I mean? They want that shit. Hell yeah, no, I don't think it make it. I don't think it makes a difference. I think I think that's that's there beyond this contract is, wise. It's also so, health wise. Yeah, this is what I see. This is what I was thinking if I was his in his shoes. I, I'm I'm not in the whole mentality where like oh he. He's a little, he's a little bitch. He's not, he's scared. I would have, I would have let him because I'm looking at it this way. Tyson Fury only has two more fights left in his contract and then he's calling it quits. So what I was thinking, if I'm Wilder, I would let him take that Joshua fight, collect those belts. And then I don't know how that contract works with, uh, how, like how you set it up. But if there's a, if that contract says that you can take that fight, after theirs then you wouldn't have you wouldn't have a problem collecting all the belts simultaneously yeah i don't think i don't think i don't i mean i haven't looked into it but just it's I don't it's know. weird the whole contract situation yeah but i'm just saying like as far as like just a clause like that goes i i don't think that would I be just, an option yeah, that, then everyone would do that just like you were saying let them do the work for me let them get the fucking other belts and then i fight him and get my belt it's, it's just like a whole so. fiasco with team wilder and then team joshua and how we were supposed to get this like like two years ago. Yeah. And then if let's say now that this has happened, let's say Wilder wins, and then they got to deal with this bullshit. But then again, we're in 2020. Like, quit being bitches. Just sign, just sign the paperwork already. Let's, yeah. Let's unify these belts already. Right. All of them. So. I don't know, man. Um, I mean, uh, fucking. God forbid this COVID thing lasts all through all throughout the year, but uh, if you know if we see the end of it soon, do um, we have a fucking awesome fall and winter to look forward to? Yeah, we, we're gonna have everything f- from fights to yeah. fucking NFL, so it's gonna be awesome. And now, now I want to get now I want to get into this whole COVID shit. Um, and this is why I I I I beg everybody to just stay stay the fuck home if you have. If you have reasonings like to get your food and this and that, go just go ahead and do that. But like you like don't don't go to gatherings, don't go to these sec- your secret gatherings and shit. <laughs> yeah, for us. Like don't be ignorant about it. Exactly. It ain't about you. It's about these elders, man. It, exactly. It's about these elders, people's moms, dads that are like you know in you know above the fifty age mark. Like think about them, you know. Um. And I also want to give a major shout out to all the hospitals, not just the one that I work for, but yeah. like all of them in the world that are 
you know, you know, taking care of the situation, like, um, you know, big blessings to to those people. They're putting in a lot of hours. Yeah, man. Not even, of course, the first responders and the, the hospitals, but also the fucking people keeping the grocery stores open because they're gonna have For to stay real. open. The gas station workers because they gotta stay open. And, and be be and, f- and be fucking mindful, yeah, man. Yeah, be mindful. And and remember, you ain't and especially if you ain't living in the richest of neighborhood, you ain't shit either. Okay, motherfucker, you still pumping your own gas. You still. You know, looking for cash yourself, so you ain't better than nobody. And we could play big bank, take a little bank over here. And um, yeah, man, be mindful to these people, man. And they're doing their best, and they gotta work. They gotta put themselves their selves at risk, and their family members if they're taking care of the elderly too at risk. So be mindful, and if you bitch come pull up for real, for real. And lastly, like I also want to say, yeah, and this whole overbuying shit is ridiculous, you guys. Yeah, the uh, the grocery stores are going to be open throughout the whole thing from everything I got. So you guys yeah. shouldn't have to panic too much, man. Uh, I know some of you guys. I just think just it's, see headlines and like, oh, I gotta go do this. I see other people stocking up. I don't think that's the case. I'm pretty sure everything I've read, grocery stores are an essential business, so they'll stay open and you will have access to them. Yeah, and like, they will restock. Like we, yeah, we gotta survive with food and water. But I just think it's really crazy the overbuying of everything it's just it's it's crazy to me um but you know this is this is like and another thing that i want to and gabe is probably really good at this uh breaking this down but take care of your motherfucking bodies you guys like Mm -hmm. like take your vitamins go exercise go you know um you know do do like a 30 to an hour exercise go outside and shit yeah, get some fresh air, learn to meditate if you can, if you get some quiet time, be be at peace with your own thoughts. I know a lot of people don't really like looking at that or don't even pay attention and they don't realize how important that is. But once you get comfortable in your own head like that, you'll be all right. Um, Eat healthy. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. That's number one. It's, you know, a lot of people overlook that as well. And um, if you are stocking up, man, don't stock up on hella milk because that shit's going to go bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, something that I, that I noticed is uh, the people that didn't, um, mental healthness is also something that I, I kind of paid attention to. And I realized that a lot of people are suffering that from the overbuying yeah. and yeah. And you've got the people that are, that are really smart and they're not overbuying, you know, I, mean, I think at the end of the day, it's just about critical thinking and just be logical. Are you being logical and rational about shit or are you just getting spoon fed information? I mean, I yeah. get it too. I, if you're busy and you're like, ah. Oh, People I might are, as well do this. I'm not trying to be out the house. Or I got 80 kids. And I'm not <laughs> trying to be out the house. I get it, but just try to be logical about it. Be mindful of the workers because they don't. You know, a lot of them are confined to their to their job and their their bills and their fucking wage. So they're trying their best. So please, you know, give them the distance and the politeness that they deserve. And I think I'm gonna end it with one, uh, well, two more things actually. And um, I don't. I make gay can probably you know resonate to this as well. Oh, you coming out? Like, ah, <laughs> shit. I just get it. Well, if, if well, if that was the case, then you must be coming out too. <laughs> well, no. Uh, something that I'm looking forward to now that uh today is my last day of winter quarter is work on like think about things you can do around your house that you can make better during your time. Make something useful. Like mow the lawns, um, put you know, 
redesign a, a room that you've always thought about. These people don't want to work, bro. They're kind of chill. <laughs> I mean, it, who knows? And I'm not trying to be like negative, but who knows how long this shit's going to last. Yeah, true. And it's just something to think about that you might want to, you know, make useful of your time. Hey, you could YouTube any and everything. So if you ever want to learn a new <laughs> skill or something, YouTube that shit that too. That too. It's, it's a good time for it. A lot of things you can learn. And, and, and make sure you, uh, if you are experiencing, you know, cutting hours and a loss of job, make sure you fill out that unemployment quickly too, you know, get that shit in. For real, for real. Now, um, I know, I know this is like hard times and shit, but um, something that, um, that came out and I know this is a sports show, but still this, it, Gabe knows how much of a fucking fan I am. But as three years ago, one of my favorite overhyped uh, albums dropped and that was more life and just that term mm. just that term more life you know we could use that we could use his worst project ever by the way <laughs> i'm dying on that hill we could use more blessings more positives and yeah man uh yeah just uh it's just crazy that that was like three years ago and i, re- I just remember all the hype around that sh- uh, that album but yeah man um but yeah if you haven't listened to that check that out um but yeah, um, so yeah, that wraps up for Sports Talk with Lou. And check out my podcast, yes. the New Figure Podcast. We out there bullshitting, we out there joking around, we laughing. Yeah, check that out. I get I get destroyed in that podcast. Yeah, he lo- he's such a cuck, bro. He, lo- <laughs> he loves getting roasted. It's funny. We got some good sound clips yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a pretty fun uh, podcast. So please check that out. It's called the You Figured Podcast by Gabe. You know, so yeah, check that out. But yeah, man, let's 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 wrap this shit up. So, all right, sound good. Everybody, wash your hands. Take care of yourselves. We all humans. We all one. For real, for real. I'm Lou. I'm Gabe. You know. And we out. Mm-hmm.